Episode number 167 of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast, where you'll learn how to get clear on what you want and get unstuck from what is holding you back so that you can go on living deliberately. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I received the manuscript of my next book back from my editor last week, and now the people who are on my launch team are reading it before it gets prepared to go to print. And I'm really excited to birth this second book, which is called The Clear Way. Stay tuned to when I announce the date of the launch, because I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of giveaways including the new Living Deliberately Together intention cards, as well as my new book. I hope to be able to tell you the exact date of the launch in the next couple of episodes so you can put it on your calendar and you can be a part of this exciting process of birthing a book to the world. Truly, the best way to stay in touch is to either subscribe to my newsletter which you can do on my website, or like my Facebook page, Shira Gura. I will definitely share everything here, but I just don't want you to miss it, so I'm giving you those other options just in case. This new book is based on a tool that I created called The Clear Way. This is the second self-help tool that I've created, the first one being The Unstuck Method. And in a nutshell, I'll tell you what the difference between the two of them is. The unstuck method is a tool that is used to help you get unstuck, typically from something that has happened to you in the past, something that somebody said or did, something that happened that you didn't like or you didn't agree with, something that you did that you regret. It's a tool to help you get unstuck so that you can start to move on. The clear way is used for a different purpose. The clear way helps you mentally prepare yourself for something that's going to happen in the future, like a family gathering, for example, or a difficult conversation, or before a big presentation, or before you walk into your house after a long day, or even before your spouse walks into the house after a long day. It's a way to prepare yourself so you're really ready for anything. It's about releasing expectations and accepting future realities ahead of time. But what I want to talk with you about today is a concept that I'm calling future orientation. Future orientation is basically a way of living your life so that you are always looking towards the future as a reminder to where you are headed. In other words, it's not about walking blindly or reacting to anything that comes your way, whether that's how people act or what people say or how much food or alcohol is in the house, but rather looking into the future and deciding ahead of time what you want that future to look like. And from that clear place, making decisions ahead of time so you can stay aligned on the path of always heading towards that future place. And this is something I wanted to bring to you today because I think it's a concept that most people don't really think about, or they don't consider it even on a daily basis. I mean, 
when we're young, I happen to think that most kids are future oriented. Like when we're in first grade, we're thinking about what it's going to be like to be the big kid in sixth grade. Or when we're at the first level of like a swim class at camp, we're thinking about how cool it's going to be when we're at the highest level. Or when we're in high school, we're thinking about college. And when we're in college, we're thinking about getting our first job or continuing on for our PhD. And then maybe we're thinking about marriage and starting a family and, 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 right? It's always like we're looking into the future until some point we stop doing that. Or at least we stop looking as regularly as we did when we were younger, when that was just more of like almost like a habit. And so for most of us, we're not looking into the future right now. We're not looking for something specific in the future. We're not waiting for that next level or that next graduation or that next whatever. And I think what happens is we kind of unconsciously slip into this place of almost like there's not really much more to live for kind of thing. And I don't mean to say that in a pessimistic or, God forbid, suicidal kind of way. That's not what I mean. I simply mean that when we don't look into the future on a daily basis, and by that, I don't just mean looking into the future, but I mean creating your future ahead of time. When we're not doing that, we kind of just live by default. Like, whatever comes our way, comes our way. And if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. We kind of lose the zest and excitement for life that we had when we were younger. But living deliberately is not at all like that. In fact, it's the opposite. Living deliberately is all about future orientation. It's a practice, an everyday practice of looking into the future and visualizing ahead of time what that future will look like so that you can be in the present moment and manifest it. Okay, so this might sound totally ambiguous and abstract to you, So let me explain. Every day I aim to start off my mornings with a whole bunch of rituals, including journaling and prayer and meditation and yoga. And specifically, one of those ways is a visualization that I created that basically guides you to see or create your day ahead of time. And I do this by asking myself a variety of questions, starting with, what is your greater goal for today? Now, I've done a podcast episode on this already, so you can go back to listen to that. But just speaking personally, when I ask myself, what is your greater goal? That is something that I've already identified. And that greater goal is something that's pretty constant. It's something that I'm working on for an extended amount of time. This greater goal could be anything like improving a relationship or leaving a relationship or improving your health or becoming more successful in your work or your business or even learning a new instrument. It can be anything, but it'll be something that will take time to create or take time to change because any good thing that you want to create in your life 
takes time. So the first thing I ask myself every single morning, I remind myself, what is my greater goal? And then I ask myself, is it possible? And this is a really important question because when we're aspiring to create things in our lives, sometimes we actually don't even believe it's possible. So we have to ask ourselves every single day, is it possible? Is what I want to create achievable? And the quick answer to that is, if you can believe it, then you can create it. Anything that's in your mind is something that you can create. Now, you may need guidance or support or accountability or some kind of assistance, but I personally believe that if you can dream it, if you can visualize it, then that is something that you can create in your life. So after I ask myself, what is my greater goal and is it possible? The next question I ask myself is, who do I need to be in order to create that goal? Now, if you have enrolled in the Living Deliberately Blueprint, you will know what I'm talking about because I did an entire lesson on this concept of ways of being and the power of focusing on who you are being when you are living deliberately, much more than what are you doing or what it is you want to have. And so I ask myself, who do you need to be in order to manifest this goal? Do you need to be calm? Do you need to be connected? Do you need to be loving or patient or honest, focused, organized, trusting? Who do you need to be? And I usually choose three ways of being, and I visualize myself being those ways. I literally see myself in the future being those three different ways. I then visualize what it is I will be doing that day in order to work towards manifesting that goal. I visualize what are the things that I can realistically do, just small steps to reach my greater goal. Nothing dramatic, but small things that will continue to help me move forward. In a future podcast episode pretty soon, I'm going to be dedicating an episode on this concept that I call realistic doables. Anyway, so I continue going through this visualization process and I get to the questions where I start to ask myself, when am I going to do this? And where am I going to do this? And how am I going to do these small steps? I literally see myself doing these things in the future. So if I'm working on creating a healthy body, for example, I may visualize myself being calm as I prepare my food. And I may visualize myself sitting down while I eat rather than standing. And I may visualize myself putting my food in one bowl or on one plate and taking that outside so I can eat quietly on the porch rather than eating in front of the computer, for example. Basically, what I'm doing is creating my future ahead of time. Can you see that? So that when it comes to making a decision, right, like I'm standing in the kitchen, I'm deciding what I want to eat, or maybe I'm at a family meal and I get to decide how much I'm going to eat. 
I'm deciding ahead of time so that when it comes to making a decision, the decision is already made. So rather than making a decision based on emotion, I'm going to make a decision earlier in the day and base it using my upper brain, my rational brain, which is wanting to evolve me forward rather than keeping me stuck in habits and patterns that aren't working for me. And then finally, I ask myself, why? Why do I want to create this thing? Why do I want to change myself? I ask myself why, even though I already know the answer. And I do that again to reiterate to myself why I'm making this effort, because this takes work, right? Living deliberately takes work. So I ask myself, what value does it have for me? Because if I don't remind myself why I'm doing this, the chances are that my lower brain is going to sneak up on me and tell me that I don't really need to do any of this work at all. And then, of course, I'm just going to stay stuck exactly where I am right now. So I aim to do this every morning. I actually think it's quite fun. (laughs) To me, it's almost like a game. It's like I start off the day with a blank slate or a white canvas, and every day I get to metaphorically paint the picture of my future day. Like, what do I want to see in it? And how do I want it to look? And how am I going to be? How am I going to act? I get to decide all of that. It's true, I don't have complete control over all of the things that are going to happen outside of me, but I do get to decide ahead of time what my plan is and who I'm going to be no matter what happens. And the idea is if you do this every single day, the work, the effort that you're doing is going to accumulate. And slowly over time, changes are going to occur because you're focusing on creating the future that you want to live in day by day, moment by moment. This practice is like a meditation of a moment in time. In fact, all of the work I do is like a meditation. Getting unstuck and getting clear, those are both tools based on mindfulness meditation. And for those of you who'd like listening to guided visualizations, I have a guided audio recording where I walk you through this visualization, one question at a time, and you can find that inside of the Living Deliberately Blueprint, which if you haven't enrolled yet, you can enroll right away. You can find it on the front page of my website. And by the way, for those of you who already have enrolled, please know that you can download that visualization and you can put it on your phone and you can listen to it every single day to start off your days. So why do I do this? And why do I encourage you to do this thing called future orientation? Well, because it's not usually the way we work, right? Usually we take our past and we bring our past into the future because we know what's already familiar. We know what we've been able to achieve in the past, right? We know what's possible because we've already done it. And then unconsciously, we tend to take the past and bring it into the future, meaning we tend to do the same things that we've already done in the past, whether it's good for us or not. So for example, if you're trying to create a new habit, 
unconsciously what's going to happen after the excitement of a few days of, you know, trying to change, most likely you are probably going to unconsciously live like you always have, slipping into old patterns and ways of thinking and ways of being. But when you are future-oriented, you allow the past to stay in the past. You kind of say to yourself, okay, so this is what I did in the past, and this is the kind of person that I was. This is what I used to do. That's what I used to create. But now I'm looking to create something entirely new. By being future-oriented, you keep your mind open to all possibilities, especially possibilities that you've never seen or created for yourself before. Of course, in order to do this, you have to first get yourself unstuck. Because if you have a thought or something that's blocking you from moving forward, you'll never be able to manifest what you want to create in the future. If you are stuck on not believing that what you want to create is possible, you won't be able to create that future thing. That is why getting unstuck is so very important. But once you are unstuck, you can move forward into creating the life you want to live and be the person that you want to become. Now, you may be wondering to yourself, if you're future-oriented, aren't you missing out in the present moment? Like if you're constantly thinking about the future, aren't you missing out in being right here and now? And my response to that is, future is just the orientation. It's kind of like you're standing on an enormous compass and you're looking down at the compass and the arrow is pointing towards future. That's what this means. It doesn't mean that you're not living in the present moment. You are, very much so, in fact. Every moment, as I mentioned before, is an opportunity to be mindful and reflective, but in the landscape of this is where you're headed. It's where you're going. So it's not about living in the future. It's simply about putting on glasses where you see the future ahead of you, and then you live each moment in the present according to that final picture that you are looking to create or on this path that you are headed. Last week's episode, I spoke about self-trust and about making decisions and the importance of moving forward with them. This concept of future orientation very much aligns with that concept. Someone who is making a decision is making it for the future. And then they're going to take the necessary steps in order to create what it is that she wants to create. The example I gave last week about my client and her desire to have this non-cluttered home, well, when she makes a decision to create a non-cluttered home, she's deciding something for her future. That is her orientation. And then her job is to stay in integrity of taking the small mindful steps every single day in the present moment to do what she needs to do in order to achieve her greater goal. In other words, she's future-oriented, but she's living each moment in the present. So, my friends, where in your life can you see yourself starting to be more future-oriented? Where can you start living life with the perspective 
of creating it ahead of time rather than allowing life to just happen to you. What would your life look like if you were always in the driver's seat, deciding what your greater goal is, who you want to be, and what you need to get there, rather than simply reacting to every wave that comes your way? Where and how can you do that in your life? For those of you who are inside my new Facebook group called Living Deliberately Together, I would love to hear your responses to this. If you are not yet inside of that Facebook group, make sure you enroll in the Living Deliberately Blueprint in order to be invited inside of that private group. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for joining me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to living deliberately with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Living Deliberately Together podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to start applying this work to your life, you have to check out the Living Deliberately Blueprint. It's my online self-paced course, which will teach you my tools and everything you need to know about living deliberately. Head over to my website, shiragura.com for more details. I look forward to starting this amazing journey with you.